Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. You're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality. Today's show is going to be interesting. We're going to have uh, Dr. Kevin Stone, MD. He's an orthopedic surgeon. He'll be on in the next segment. He served as physician for the U.S. Ski Team and U.S. Olympic Training Center, mm. along with a lot of other credentials, which would take about the whole hour to uh, uh, go through. So we're going to let him tell us about uh, various things in sports medicine. Uh, let's see. Our uh, um, email is edward at sportsecon101. You're going to use that because we're going to answer a we're ask a sports trivia question at each commercial break. And again, we're still in baseball season. Baseball. Baseball. So we're going to have baseball questions. Uh, let's see. Also want to talk about Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick, is he going to land somewhere? I think, think? He's, I think he's being blackballed. I really do. I really do. Just, I mean, just, for, this sitting, guy, just this, for sitting out? I mean, a lot of well, guys are doing that now. You know, I mean, guys get a, a second chance if they beat their wives, if they do drugs. But if you stand, if you don't stand for the national anthem, I guess that's uh, sacrosanct. Yeah, know? but some of the guys are – he's not the only one now. Oh, no. There's he a number of first. guys. Yeah, he's just the first. Yeah, a lot, everyone is saying, well, he doesn't quite have the tools anymore. I don't know about that. All right. Uh, let's see. We'll also talk about Ezekiel Elliott because uh, his accuser yeah. was uh, apparently texting a friend about blackmailing him. Did oh. you hear about that? It doesn't surprise me. Doesn't I, mean, surprise I, I, I hate to say it. Some of these athletes, they hang out with people that are just not Get very the wrong reputable. Crowd, you know? Wrong crowd. Oh. Okay. Uh, this segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding 7.5%. In fact, their last distribution was at 8.4%. I like it. Secured by real estate at less than 60 percent loan to value you can't find too many conservative investments that are that well uh secured and paying that higher rate of return so check them out at pacificprivatemoney.com and don't touch that dial you're listening to sports econ 101 when we come back we're going to have dr kevin stone md orthopedic surgeon on don't touch that dial
This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Invest in some fun this season with this deal from Paintball Tickets. With the largest network of paintball fields in North America, Paintball Tickets is committed to bringing you high-intensity fun for a fraction of the cost. With the purchase of your paintball tickets, you'll receive free admission and equipment rentals to some of the most played-at paintball parks nationwide. And by partnering up with like-minded, safety-conscious paintball fields in thriving markets across the nation, we've ensured there's always a field close to home. These tickets, which can be purchased in bulk, are designed to fit the needs of every skill level, from casual observers to weekend warriors. This adrenaline-inducing sport is perfect for birthday parties, corporate team building, or a casual outing with friends. Make the right choice for your wallet. Get in on the fastest-growing action sport with this deal from Paintball Tickets by going to sportsecon101.com and clicking on the Play Paintball button. The Renaissance Indian Wells Resort and Spa is a desert oasis for family travel or a quick weekend getaway in the Coachella Valley. It's the perfect place to recharge. The world-class resort features stunningly appointed hotel rooms, five restaurants, and a rejuvenating spa with an array of relaxing treatments. In addition to health and wellness classes, you can play golf, tennis, or enjoy one of the many hiking trails the area has to offer. Taking care of their little guests is a top priority, offering a kids program along with a family-friendly pool featuring the only sandy beach in the valley. Nonstop flights are available from San Francisco to Palm Springs, so be sure to book your Renaissance Indian Wells Oasis Getaway today. Call 760-773-4444. Once again, that's 760-773-4444. Or go to Marriott.com and check out the Renaissance Indian Wells Resort and Spa in Indian Wells, California for some great deals. Allergies. Pollen in the air. Dogs in the house. Mold in the basement. Whatever triggers your allergy symptoms, it can really hold you back. Break through with Allegra 5-in-1 Relief. Allegra works fast, won't make you drowsy, provides 24-hour multi-symptom relief, and it's effective every day. Break through allergies with Allegra. Starts working in one hour, use only as directed. Guaranteed or your money back. Visit Allegra.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Now, on the phone, we have Dr. Kevin Stone, MD, who is an orthopedic surgeon. And uh, amongst a lot of his uh, credentials, that he served as physician for the U.S. Ski Team and U.S. Olympic Training Center. Hmm. Uh, Dr. Stone, welcome to Sports Econ 101. Good morning. Good. So, uh, I want to ask you, what different kinds of injuries do you see in the different sports? Because you don't just handle skiing. Well, I see a wide range of uh, both professional athletes and weekend warriors. I have cared for the ballet company, uh, Smoon Ballet, here in San Francisco for more than a decade and other smaller companies. So I see a wide range of athletes, uh, 
in people with arthritis. And I know you worked with the U.S. national ski team. I would think a lot of the problems that they have, uh, injuries they have, involve obviously the leg and specifically maybe the knee. Because I remember I tore my ligaments uh, skiing. Is that is that a common uh, injury for for uh, pro skiers and, and amateur skiers? Unfortunately, if you're a ski racer in your career from being a junior up to the World Cup, uh, you have an extraordinarily high chance of at least three near career-ending knee injuries during your career. Wow. It's a, it's a devastating sport at ski racing at a high level to the knee. Have you ever worked with Lindsay Vaughn, or do you know about her situation? Because she's had a number of injuries, and she, she keeps coming back. It amazes me. She's like the bionic woman. <laughs> so, uh, um, of course, she was on the team when I was a doc, and she was uh, Lindsay Kildow at the time. Uh, but she, like other great athletes, used their injuries as an excuse to come back fitter, faster, and stronger, as we like to say here, uh, than they were before. So my patients who do extremely well are patients who believe us when we say to them, look, we want you to see yourself as an athlete in training, not a patient in rehab. Oh, that's a, that's a great, like that. uh, great mindset. Yeah. If you can do that, if you can take your injury as an excuse to look at yourself and say, okay, why did I get injured? Uh, what parts of me have I not focused on for a while because I was focusing on other parts? And use your relative downtime, which we call relative rest. We can talk about that a little bit more. But use that time to work on the other parts of your fitness and of your strength and of your speed and agility and come back a better athlete than you were before you got hurt. And even in a sport like racing where Lindsay's demonstrated a number of times uh, if you focus and train properly you can come back sometimes even better than before I would think that uh, having you know specific injuries that you'd be really gun shy I mean I, I remember again you know the, like you say the weekend warrior I was uh, playing basketball back in 94 and I uh, stepped on some guy the guy must have had a really big foot because my <laughs> Mike I completely turned over the ankle and I Ouch. would have been better breaking it. But I didn't. I tore like lots of ligaments, tendons, oh. and cartilage. And I mean, I was out for so long that when I was able, to, it took me a year to get back on the court. Wow. It's like I, I, I didn't want anyone around me within ten feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those kind of injuries, I guess, doctor, kind of the. It's almost better, isn't it, to have a broken bone rather than torn ligaments and and torn tendons, just because it takes maybe it's a little more traumatic for the body to to recover from those injuries. Or am I wrong? So that used to be true, and, and what's changed now is that we're now in what I like to call the anabolic era of orthopedics. And what that means is in the past, just as you said, you'd have a soft tissue injury, it would take the collagen of your body to heal that tissue uh, almost a year to mature. And that's, of course, a long time in an athlete's life. So what we've focused on over the last five to ten years in our research part of our practice here in San Francisco and others have focused on around the world how do we speed up this healing how do we help people recover faster and what can we do and so what's happened is that we've all focused on growth factors and stem cells because those are the things the body uses to heal injuries now you got to be careful about not using uh, you know steroids or you know st- things that are not uh, permitted right? Exactly. So in the old days, when you'd have an injury, especially a knee injury, the surgeon would go in and take out the meniscus, or if you had inflammation, they would inject steroids, and those would shut down healing. You'd go back out to play and essentially damage your knee further and develop Mm. arthritis. Mm. 
And so the new era is when you tear your meniscus, we repair, regenerate, or replace it. And if you have a soft tissue injury, we inject stem cells and growth factors to stimulate healing, not steroids anymore. I would think, you know, if you're a doctor, you're probably watching uh, an orthopedic surgeon such as yourself, you're probably watching a football game and thinking, geez, this, yeah. is, this is like watching war. I mean, how many guys out there... They're going to inevitably, if, if a guy plays 20, 20 years of high school, college, and pro football, inevitably he's going to tear up his knee or his ankle or do something to his back. I mean, the, the, the power and the hitting that go on in that sport is just so destructive. Does that, does that kind of bother you as much as you might be a football fan to see those kind of injuries? And, they're getting, and they seem to be getting worse maybe because the players are faster and bigger and they're hitting each other with more force. Yeah, not only that, our youths are playing that single sport year-round now. Yeah. So if they're a football player, you know, kids are playing all year-round, and they're playing single sports rather than all the multi-sports we played as kids growing up. Yeah. They're having that same repetitive use or, unfortunately, repetitive injury to the same body parts. Yeah, like Tommy John surgery. You know. I was just thinking, too, that uh, certain things like ankles, if I understand it correctly, not being a doctor, you are, uh, they don't heal quite as well. Usually, I've heard just be- because the blood doesn't flow as much in that part of the body. It's interesting. Um, different parts of the ankle. So the ankle cartilage inside the joint, in the ankle joint, actually very rarely becomes arthritic, as opposed to the knee joint when you have an injury, and often will become arthritic. The cartilage of the ankle joint is fairly unique. Look, you have your entire body walking on that tiny little joint yeah. compared to your knee or your hip. The soft tissues around the ankle, though, are much smaller. And so when you have a soft tissue injury and you have your whole body weight you know, twisting and turning on that ligament that's trying desperately to reattach itself, it's a much tougher mechanical problem. Interesting. And I guess yeah, the, the other thing is that as we all get older, our, our discs kind of lose a little bit. Uh, in, Elasticity, in, as yeah. they say. Yeah. Um, so. I'm feeling that right now. As a matter of <laughs> fact, last night I was working at uh, one of the local radio stations where I work, and I was sitting in a chair that was very uncomfortable, and I should have known better. There were other chairs around, but I, I just got too lazy. And this morning I woke up, and I was like, ah, I had to stretch it out. I guess, you know, that's part of getting old, isn't it? Yeah, but your sitting position is a big factor. So look at how you're sitting right now. Oh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm slouched. I'm slouching. If, if you're watching the webcast here, you're, yeah, I've got to stand up straight. Slouching you right through the phone. So roll yeah. your pelvis forward. Get your shoulders behind your hips. Sit up straight. Uh, but if I do that, I'm way good. off mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that feels good, though. It's a, yeah, it does. The, the old pelvic tilt, right? There you go. <laughs> there you go. Hey, I'm curious. You know, uh, Dr. Frank Joby, who I think most people uh, who are associated with sports or follow sports know, pioneered this this arm replacement or the uh, not arm replacement, but the uh, elbow. elbow replacement surgery. I mean, are, are there people like Dr. Job out there that are that are doing that kind of thing on a regular basis that are sort of experimenting, or is that something that's just very unique that he, he kind of stumbled upon? Well, first of all, the Giants wish he pioneered arm replacement surgery. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Oh, man. I mean, that, that not a couple of years ago, we would have it was said, what? But now, yeah, well, you're right. I like that, a doctor right. with a sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> but number two, yes, there are places like our clinic here in San Francisco where we have a public nonprofit research foundation attached to it. And we're very driven on developing uh, new regenerative techniques for regrowing tissues and replacing tissues. So we did that, and we designed a collagen meniscus implant to regrow the meniscus in the knee. And we designed an articular cartilage repair technique to solve the problems where microfracture doesn't work. 
So yes, there are a number of us who are very driven on seeing uh, if we can regrow and repair these tissues. All right. Hey, Dr. Stone, stay with us. We're going to cut to a quick com- commercial break here. Um, here's our first baseball trivia question. And uh, Dr. Stone, if you know the answer, don't answer it yet. We'll let you answer when you come back. All right. Uh, okay, here we go. I, here's the question. I was much overshadowed in the pitching rotation by Sandy Koufax and Don Drysdale. In nine seasons with the Dodgers, I won 149 games. The number 23 on my back unfortunately witnessed my leading the league in losses in 1968 with 18. Who am I? That's our trivia question, all right? And if you know the answer, email edward at sportsecon101.com. And when we come back, we're going to continue on with uh, Dr. Kevin Stone, who is an orthopedic surgeon. Don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101 will be right back. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. 2313. That's 800 222 2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warren Tech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? But it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure. 
foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit. But you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Our first trivia question was, I was much overshadowed in the pitching rotation by Sandy Koufax and Don Drysdale. In nine seasons with the Dodgers, I won 149 games. The number 23 on my back, unfortunately, witnessed my league leading, uh, excuse, leading the league in losses in 1968 with 18. Who am I? I'm going to let Dr. Stebbin take a stab at Dr. it. But, Stone. Oh, Dr. Stone. Yeah, I'm sorry. Dr. Dr. Stebbin. Dr. Stebbin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I know the answer, but I'm, I'm going to defer to him and see if he knows. And then if he doesn't, I'll, I'll give okay. it a okay. shot. Dr. Stone, you know the answer to that one? Well, I would tell you that anybody would be overshadowed by what was called the left hand of God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sandy true. Koufax. Uh, uh, Bruce, I think you. Okay, I'm going to say Claudio. Yes, very good. Claudio was a pretty good pitcher, and they, I believe, picked him up in a trade with the Washington Senators, and it was a big multi-player deal. '68, the Dodgers. You remember they won the pennants in '63, '65, and '66. Won the World Series two those years, but by '67, '68. Uh, they had fallen up on tough times, and they were yeah. not a very good team for a few years. Well, and especially was, in '66, the Baltimore uh, Orioles swept them. Yeah, swept yeah. them, and also shut them out three times. Yeah, How about that? <laughs> that's not good. That was the first time I actually stayed home from school, made an excuse to told my parents I was sick and watched the World Series. '69 <laughs> yeah. was well, I, we got to watch it in the uh, um, in in school. Oh, geez, the- I was listening on my radio uh, with the transistor, and my physics teacher told me to turn that thing <laughs> off. Pay attention to me. I said the World Series is going on i don't care if it's the world cup turn it off oh, you can't know? compare the world cup to the world series yeah, come on all right so we have uh, on the phone dr kevin stone who's an orthopedic surgeon and uh, dr stone i want to ask a because i just i think this uh, story just came out that an orthopedist was fired from the new orleans saints for misdiagnosing a fracture um apparently he he said it was just a um you know, a sprain or something, mm. and uh, this this one player just kept getting injured, and then finally, in fact, it wasn't him. There were two doctors. Oh boy! And when they finally went in a little further, they found out actually he had a, a fracture, and so they fired the orthopedic surgeons, two mm. of them. Mm. Um, so I'm wondering, like, what kind of pressure is on the doctors to? you know, kind of make things not quite as serious because they want the player, you know, the, the, like the higher-ups tell them, hey, uh, we want this guy back on the field. You know, I mean, from your perspective, what what kind of pressure gets put on um, the orthopedic surgeon for the athletes? You know, there are a lot of great team doctors who've sacrificed a lot of their time and their life to be team doctors, and so I can only compliment them. I personally have chosen to always stay as a consultant for the athletes, uh, wanting to be sure that there wasn't a conflict of interest, and I've enjoyed a lot of the pro players that I've cared for over many years now. But I must say, it's a conflicted position. You know, your your employer is the team, and yet as a physician, your patient is always your first responsibility. Mm. Those pressures create uh, really sometimes the wrong decision or a delayed decision that you might otherwise do in another situation or the desire to get the player back on the field. Or most often it's the player who pushes you so hard to yeah. say, Doc, I, you know, really I'm fine, get me out, back out there. So every one of those are, are pressures that cause uh, sometimes a, a delayed diagnosis. I mean, I would think it would be more the player who would put the pressure on because as the employer, I don't want my player getting more hurt uh, you know, if he's not going to play as well, that's not going to be good for the team versus the, the player saying, I don't want to get fired from my job. It used to be exactly the way you say. 
what happened is with contract negotiations and the timing of when guys are coming up for free agency, sometimes in their own mind, it's better for them to not be on the field and to be on the field and, and for reasons that are always really hard to figure out uh, between them and their agent and their team. So it's a tough situation. I got to ask oh, you about the uh, concussion situation yeah. because it seems as if you know they're trying to uh, cut down on the number of collisions and and you know design helmets that are are better suited for the athletes. But isn't it? Uh, it's not actually the the helmet that really protects the head as much as it's the you know when these guys are having their concussions. It, you know, from what I understand, and tell me if I'm wrong, the sudden movement of the brain inside the uh, the cranium is 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 so. Um, traumatic that it creates the concussion and there's really not much you can can do I would think to stop some of those collisions because of the stop start nature of tackling you know as a former soccer player I'm sorry I can't remember what you asked me uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I liked it that's a good one it's got to do stand up too you know? yeah. <laughs> there you go have you thought about uh, auditioning at the haha ha, or what is the name of that place the- so it's really true yeah. in all these sports not just football but yeah. too and heading you know repetitive heading over many years starting in youth sports uh, you know, how much do these little micro traumas or these micro acceleration decelerations of the brain the fluid around them affect the brain over many years and of course your intuition is it probably does and the answer probably is that we don't really have a way to stop that I mean I don't think of heading a soccer ball I mean it's not a bowling ball you know, and I mean, how hard is the soccer ball? I think it's this it, again. Isn't it the stop start of the brain? Just you know, the, the brain sloshing around, and when it hits the ball, it's it it makes kind of a sudden motion forward. Is isn't that what causes the uh, concussion, doctor? Yes, that's correct. As huh. well as the goalie's hands and the goalie's head sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it's that interesting. You, you, the soccer player, hit. It just seems, you know, much as we all love football, the injuries uh, today that we hear about, they seem to be more horrific than ever. Although, you know, in, in the past, maybe the athletes, because they weren't getting the specific attention and the, and the, the, medication, the medicine that was being practiced wasn't as sophisticated, you know, maybe they just didn't know any better and went back out there. But it seems like today's athletes, because they're bigger, faster, stronger, are not going to get, uh, aren't, aren't going to be protected anymore in, in football, are they? Because of, of some of the precautions. I mean, it's just the nature of the game. That's true. But with the increasing evidence of the damage being done, you can't tell me that you and every one of us watching Tom Brady play don't hold our breath a minute that he gets hit hard mm-hmm. or his head cracks yeah. in the field. Yeah. We're all watching. We love the guys. Where we know in the back of our minds that probably not a good thing. It was interesting. I was reading an article about Jim Plunkett the other day, who's a, a friend of mine because I've, I've covered sports here in the Bay Area for many, many years. And Plunkett, I remember a couple of years ago talking to him, and he said he was not feeling too well. His, you know, his joints were aching. He's had knee replacements, hip replacements, and he just said his li- he's paying a terrible price. He said the only good thing is I don't seem to have any CTE symptoms, but I've got so many joints. That's the thing. you know. People talk about the brain problems these guys have and how they degenerate in later years, but you know their bodies get just destroyed out there, oh, yeah. especially the Jim joints. Otto lost a leg yeah, because well, he had what, yeah. 14 knee surgeries. Yeah, but is it, uh, you know, I, I'm curious to get your thoughts on this, Doc, because I'm sure you've talked to a lot of pro football players or guys that play the game. They know that there's that inherent danger, and yet they're willing to put their bodies out there because they're young and vital, and they think, eh, you know, I'm living for today. Invincible. Isn't that, yeah, I'm invincible. Isn't that kind of the, the philosophy of a football player? And you almost have to have that, don't you? In part, but here's what's changed, because I saw a couple of players this year who were smart enough to come to me and say, hey, look, I lost my meniscus cartilage. The doc took it out when I tore it, and I needed to play last year. 
I know that if I play this year without it, I'm going to develop arthritis. Can you just put one back in for me? Mm. Oh, wow. Interesting. Could they? How long has that been uh, practiced now that they've been able to do that? It's, it hasn't been so, that long, has it? We published our 10 to 23-year outcome study on putting meniscus back in arthritic knees and demonstrated an 80% survival at 10 years in wow. improvement in pain and function. So we've been doing it for quite a while now, and it's gotten to the level that Pro athletes are now pretty much aware that if they just keep taking out tissue, they'll end up like the guys you mentioned. If they take a pause, put the tissue back in, they might be able to protect their knee for a lifetime. And where do you get that tissue? Is it from a... So it's cadaver. Uh, Usually we we call the motorcycles donor cycles. Oh, jeez. Don't tell me that. I ride a motorcycle. And I got to think that that uh, procedure is a little different than a reverse circumcision. (laughs) Because you hear about that, too. God. Oh my goodness! No comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I know. We're talking serious stuff here. Um, yeah, because God, just thinking about the fact of, of just putting something back in like that, just it's just. Oh, seems I would so think odd. it. I, I understand it, and it makes it sense, and makes it's sense, a great sure. idea. I mean, it, and, and for the person who's dead, they're not needing it anymore. But it still seems kind of almost not gruesome is the word, but eerie that you're taking a part of a dead person's body and putting it in. But I guess hey, oh, that look, happens all the time. I, I know it happens things, all the time. Yeah. Hey, look at they take. Well, we've been doing yeah. it for heart valves, yeah. grafts, for yeah. bone, for partial bone replacements. It, it really is only uh, finally dawning on athletes of all ages. Mm. If they lose tissue, put it back in right away. Don't play without your ACL, without your meniscus, without your articular cartilage. These tissues can be repaired, regenerated, and replaced now. Can you do that with discs? You know, I spent some time in discs uh, um, research, but not in surgery. The disc replacement procedures are still mostly artificial and not biologic yet. There is a lot of work going on in terms of disc injections with uh, growth factors and stem cells, but um, the data is still pretty young. uh, I was just going to ask, the artificial ones, though, did they work pretty well? You know, they work well for older folks who are sort of... uh, uh, don't have a great choice because fusion, as we all know, spine fusion yeah. does not work well. Yeah. It works in the short moment, but you develop arthritis above. That's below my it. mom had that. Yeah, I'm curious. You know, uh, sports medicine has become so sophisticated, and I remember as a kid back in the 1960s, you know, doctors uh, didn't really practice the kind of obviously sophisticated. Uh, uh, sports medicine they do today. When was there a breakthrough with all of this, uh, you know, all these changes? Was there a specific period or has it been a, a gradual sort of a thing over a period of time? I, I tell you what, it, Doctor, if you can hold on for two seconds on that, answer that when we come back and then we'll let you go. We've got to cut to a quick commercial break, okay? And another Sorry, trivia but, question. And then one more trivia question here. Okay, in the 2002 NCLS, the Cardinals beat the Giants to get into the World Series. 2002, they didn't. The Giants won. Uh, that went to the World Series. Giants beat the Cardinals four games to one. I was there. I covered yeah, it. Yeah, that's what, wait a minute. What, what? You said the Cardinals beat the yeah, Giants. Yeah, I did. I don't know why this, hey, this rascal. Okay, well, here's the, <laughs> here's the main question. Okay. However, a Giant was named Series MVP. Basically. Oh, no, you're talking about 1987, the Cardinals beat the Giants. Yeah, I don't know why okay. you said 2002. Yeah, that's okay. They played each other twice. Actually, yeah. they, play, they played each other four times. Yeah, that's right, because 80, 80, oh, uh, I know that one, too, because I was there. Yeah, because 2002 yeah. was the... F- was, was it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, okay, so 1987. Sorry about that. The Cardinals okay. beat the Giants, get into the World Series. However, a Giant was named Series MVP. Yes. You know which one that oh, was? Of course. Okay, there we go. Know the man well. All right. Don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. <laughs>
The Renaissance Indian Wells Resort and Spa is a desert oasis for family travel or a quick weekend getaway in the Coachella Valley. It's the perfect place to recharge. The world-class resort features stunningly appointed hotel rooms, five restaurants, and a rejuvenating spa with an array of relaxing treatments. In addition to health and wellness classes, you can play golf, tennis, or enjoy one of the many hiking trails the area has to offer. Taking care of their little guests is a top priority, offering a kids program along with a family-friendly pool featuring the only sandy beach in the valley. Non-stop flights are available from San Francisco to Palm Springs, so be sure to book your Renaissance Indian Wells Oasis Getaway today. Call 760-773-4444. Once again, that's 760-773-4444. Or go to Marriott.com and check out the Renaissance Indian Wells Resort and Spa in Indian Wells, California for some great deals. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners, I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last, not last time, but uh, I'm, I'm still Edward Brown, and you're still Bruce McGowan. Still in. Okay. Uh, in one of the last in, time I looked. In, in, in one of these NCLSs. 1987. <laughs> 1987. The Cardinals beat the Giants to get into the World Series. Four games to three. Okay. However, yeah. a Giant was named Series MVP. Who was it? Uh, let's see if the doc knows first. Uh, he may not know this one, but I'm going to give him a shot at it. Well, I don't know it, but I do remember some trivia fact that it actually occurred two years in a row where the losing uh, team had the MVP, but it never occurred again. Yeah, it was actually Jeffrey the Hackman Leonard, and he hit four home runs in the first four games of that series, and Hackman was known as Hackman because he used to take these incredibly – Wild swings, but he also was known as penitentiary face because he always looked. You'd walk into the <laughs> locker room or the clubhouse and ask him to do an interview, and he'd say, "Who are 
are you? Yeah. What do you want? But you it see, was all up front. He was a sweetheart. Uh, yeah. One flap down, right? Yeah, one flap okay, down. Okay, actually, this then, this must be a different year. Okay. Um, 1987. <laughs> okay, then then well, give me another year. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is the one where Benito Santiago was the MVP. Oh, well, that was 2002. That's what I said. Yeah, you but, said, t- but you said the Cardinals won in 2002. Oh. Yeah, see, that's okay, what confused so I had me. The right that was, year, but I wrong. See, that was what confused me. You said, but you said from the losing team. Yeah, I, yeah, I did. And Benito was from the winning uh, team. So you really got us confused. I'm sorry. All right. Anyway, all right. this is this happens all the time. We, we, we always get confused over here, Doctor. Are you can kidding? We, can, we, can we take, can you help us out, man? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you have any wonder drugs? To, I, mean, I, I, think a, I, think I we, need a brain transplant. I think we both got too many hits here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the microphone. Yeah. So, um,. This is uh, Dr. Kevin Stone, MD, yes. is on the phone. We're going to finish up with him because he's uh, got to go back into surgery. Well, I'd ask the question, is that, was there a period, I believe the question I asked, was there a period, a uh, specific period where orthopedic surgery and, and some of these uh, you know, tissue replacement um, procedures became um, extremely, you know, not, um, maybe the word isn't popular, but uh, commonplace, uh, or has it been over a, a long period of time, Doc, that we've seen uh, the sophistication, the improved, uh, you know, the improvements in, in orthopedic uh, surgery for athletes. Yeah, so we started uh, our collagen meniscus replacement for regrowing the meniscus in the mid '80s, mm-hmm. and then in the mid '90s, this started to take off both with articular cartilage and meniscus, and then also in the mid '90s, using donor allograft tissue for ACLs started to become popular as well. Interesting. Now, by the 21st century. Uh, we've taught surgeons around the world how to do these procedures, and uh, I would say that the allograft, the donor tissue portion of ACLs, is now about 25% of ACLs world uh, in the U.S. Wow! Uh, and the meniscus replacement part of it, unfortunately, is still tiny. There's about 1.4 million knee arthroscopies in the U.S. each year, about 800,000 of them where the surgeons take out part of the meniscus, but there's only about 2,000 where the surgeons put the meniscus back in. And I guess that's because those are the of the two thousand. Those are probably athletes who need to get back on the field, or you know, college athletes. I mean, for a lot of people who are in their mid forties and fifties and still want to play sports, sure. they developed some arthritis. Uh, their doc has told them they're heading towards a knee replacement, and they said, "Hey, doc, isn't there just a shock absorber you can put back in my knee and let me keep playing?" <laughs> oh wow! I like well, that. you know, you 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 may not know this, but uh, Bruce, how old do you know? I am 65. 65, and he goes surfing almost everywhere. Well, it's body surfing. Body surfing, but, actually, but, which is great which, for the body. Yeah, it actually which, is. I, I mean, I get out of the water dock when I've, when I've been there for an hour and a half, and I've caught maybe, oh, a couple dozen waves, and I just feel rejuvenated. I think it's partly mental, but it, physically I feel great when I get out. I just feel relaxed. And I, I, is it, isn't it true that swimming is probably, of all the exercises that you can do, maybe the best for your body because it doesn't put much stress on any one part of the body. It exercises everything. Yeah, it's really true. And so we have a lot of our runners who might have a knee injury at a time do pool running Hmm. in order to keep their running fitness up but not have pressure on their joints. So it's a great way to train. Even if you're not a swimmer, you can go to any swimming pool and just walk laps side to side in chest deep water. You know, try walking 20 laps and every day walk faster. And it's a great great idea. Work out and protect your joints. Yeah. I think I'll do that in the hot tub. I don't, I don't have to go as far. <laughs> and you're like the goldfish. You're going to go round and round. Uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. I will. Well, Dr. Kevin Stone, thank you so much for uh, joining us on Sports Econ 101. It was a pleasure having you. It's our pleasure.
pleasure. Anytime. All right. All right. Enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, some, that some really infra- interesting information, and uh, we learned something. I think that's great. Uh, you know, as we said, and the doc was pointing out, that, uh, you know, today's athletes, I think, are so fortunate in that, you know, 30, 40 years ago, athletes didn't have that many options. You tear yeah. your knee up, you just have to deal with the consequences and go back out there. And you see these guys, you know, that are – my age or older now, limping around and gimping. Yeah, Jim yeah. Plunkett's not much older than me, and the poor guy walks around like he's 90 years old. Yeah. So maybe, you know, 30, if he was born 30 years later, he'd be, mm. you know, he'd be beat up, but he wouldn't be quite so beat up. Sure. I, I forgot to ask him the question, like, where does he see the future of? Yeah, like, it'd be interesting of, uh, to see. I mean, God, the, the sophistication in, medic, in medicine today that's being practiced is, it, it just blows you away, but it's it's part of the future, and uh well, I wonder if it's going to be similar to like what they've been saying about just technology in general, that it's like we're at such a logarithmic path mm. that the next like five years is going to culminate everything we've learned in the last like 500 years. Now, just take cancer, for instance. Think of yeah. the types of cancer that couldn't be cured. And now just about every type of cancer, there's a great chance for a person who has it to live a lot longer given the treatment. So, uh, you know, medication or medicine is, uh, it's, you, you think about how, how primitive things were back in the, the 19th century or even yeah. the early 20th century. Well, I was just thinking uh, William Henry Harrison, he uh, served in office one month. You That's know, right. Do you he, know the story? Yeah, he, he gave the, the longest inaugural yep. address. Uh, this is the ninth president of the United States. And it was raining and he caught pneumonia and he died. Yeah, you know he was a he was a uh, military hero. That's how he got his uh, position. But uh, replaced by John Tyler. Interesting again. I to get off on a tangent. Okay, on this. John Tyler, the the tenth president, had two wives, and each wife at the same time. No, no, no. <laughs> first wife had he had seven or eight kids with his first wife, six with his second wife, and his second wife was thirty years younger. And the way he met his second wife, he was uh, widowed at the time. He was on board a uh, battleship, and they were doing a demonstration with these cannons. And um, the captain of the battleship, the cannon exploded and killed the captain and killed a bunch of uh, sailors on the ship. And the father of this woman that he ended up marrying was the captain. And so he picked up the uh, prostrate a daughter who was like stunned and you know obviously upset carried her into you know away from the the carnage and comforted her and she fell in love with him and the rest is history how'd you know all that and also john tyler is the only president to have actually um been a part of a foreign government that fought the united states and i'm talking about of course a foreign government the confederacy he joined the confederacy interesting little side oh i just i'm a i when i was a kid i was a presidential history nut Really, I, I don't know why I was, but wh- I think it was because John F. Kennedy was one of my first heroes. So I wanted okay. to know everything about every president, and huh. I, I, you know, I have this mind for trivia, and so I studied it. And, so. and it's funny because John Tyler is probably one of those presidents everyone forgets. Oh saying. yeah, well, there are a lot of forgettable presidents. Does anybody remember Benjamin Harrison or, or Martin Van Buren or James Garfield, the second <laughs> yeah. president to be assassinated? Yeah, Martin yeah. Van Buren. What do they call him? Old Kinderhook. That's where he was Kinderhook? from. Kinderhook, uh, New York. Yeah. And uh, I think his nickname also was Old Whiskers because Whiskers, those, yeah, because he had the big, yeah, that big I can whiskers. understand. Yeah, yeah, strange and, looking and, dude. And who was the fattest president? I believe that was William Howard. Yes, Taft. it was. Yeah, yeah. Three, he tipped the scales at three hundred something pounds. They had to make a special bathtub for him because he couldn't fit into the normal size bathtub. <laughs> he, if he if he got in there, he'd, he'd wedge himself in and he wouldn't be able to get him out. <laughs> Go on a diet there, sport. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Moving on here. Ezekiel Elliott uh, Uh, accused of uh, domestic violence. Beating his girlfriend. Beating his girlfriend. Okay. Or or was it his wife? No, I think it was his girlfriend. Yeah, because he's he's a pretty young guy. 
So question is that comes up apparently, and she's admitted this uh, on her phone. Uh, there's text messages between her and a friend mm. where the friend suggests that she blackmail. Well, she him. probably when, was thinking, hey, I'll. If I, I won't press charges against you if you pay me a certain amount of money. That happens, unfortunately. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I hate to say it, and I, I don't mean to, to generalize here, but a lot of these athletes go after women that are, you know, fortune hunters. And they're looking for a quick buck, and they'll go out with a guy because he's glamorous and good-looking, and they can get something from him. And the guys are going out with the gals because they're glamorous and good-looking, and, you know, they're – Easy on the eyes, so I mean it's a two way street. I, yeah. I'm not saying any any. Don't get me wrong. Know, I'm not, I'm not condoning him not. slapping her around. That's yeah. that's. Well, we don't I, know what the, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know, know what the circumstances. We don't know the but. circumstances. It's interesting. Tremaine Brock, who was cut by the 49ers defensive back, for he, he had some problems with women and he beat up his girlfriend apparently, but she refused to uh, file charges. And the 49ers cut him anyway, and he was picked yeah. up by Seattle. But, you know, there's a lot of – it's hard. It's a, that's a tough crime did, to prosecute. Did they did they get rid of him because of the, the domestic yes, violence? Yes, they did. Really? Be, and it was huh. before before the charges were dropped. But I, I think that uh, they knew that the woman just didn't want to go through the hum- public humiliation. So I wonder – it's they. I guess they kind of pick and choose, you know, which crimes are ones that – they don't want to be associated with. Well, and so also, they, I think the 49ers, with a new coach and a new general manager, want to get off to a, a fresh start and a positive uh, you know, attitude among the community. And you think about it, the 49ers, in the last seven or eight years, have really had a lot. You know, the, They always talk about the Raiders having rogue players. The Raiders don't have any rogue players. No, the Niners the are the Niners, team. Yeah. yeah, Ray McDonald, who yeah. was kicked out of the league you know, for doing all sorts of things, and several other guys. I mean, look at the poor guy. Uh, who's the, the, the linebacker who's now playing with the Raiders? Uh, Smith. Um, can't remember oh, his first yeah, name. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's had he's had all sorts of problems. So it's just you know, and unfortunately, it's a nature of football. It's a violent sport, and there's sometimes guys in there that they're they're they can't contain their rage for whatever reason, and it carries over into uh, everyday life. You see a lot more of it in boxing and in football because it's just the violent nature yeah. of the sports. Well, especially if you're a defensive end and and you're so close to getting a sack, and Brady. Goes ahead and throws a pass. And oh. You just miss him. It's like frustrating. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting. I I, I remember hearing um, oh god, this famous uh, you know Hall of Famer back in the day talking about how he would build himself up into and work himself into a rage so that you know. And he looked at the camera. And this guy was in his sixties when he did this interview, and he goes, "And I'd just be so mad." And his eyes were blazing, and his <laughs> teeth were clenching. And I just want to get to that guy and, and just knock him down. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and that's the. I remember coaches used to have these uh, pregame uh, sessions where they'd get the players all worked up, you know? Yeah. Because you're going into battle. You mean physically, you really are going into battle. Well, yeah, you don't want to be playing uh, classical music just before you no. get in. <laughs> oh, we have to be gentle and uh, understanding of our opponent. Sort of no, like, you uh, don't. You want to just. Man, how many football players do you know that I want to destroy that man psychologically and physically? Yeah, I remember John Matuzak once yeah. told me, he said, the whole purpose of going out on the football field is to dominate the opponent and knock him down and humiliate him. And he was saying this with this look in his eye, and I thought, oh, jeez. Yeah, and that guy was, a, I mean, he was 6'8", 325 pounds yeah, or something. He was scary. He was, yeah, scary. He, he was a scary guy. I mean, yeah. just physically intimidating. You know, some of these guys are, you know, like Ray Lewis, yeah. you know, Hall of Famer. Right. But 
I think I'd be more scared of Matuzak. <laughs> yeah, and Matuzak was a little on the unhinged side. I remember during the Super Bowl in 1980 in, in New Orleans, he says, I'm going to be a policeman. I'm going to make sure the guys don't go out and party. And then he was out at 2, 3 in the morning partying. And they said, well, wait a second. You're out there partying. He goes, I'm making sure nobody else is partying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he no. did have a good sense of yeah, humor. He, yeah. he did. He was, he was a very bright guy, too. Yeah. Died young, though. He was only 38. Uh, uh, steroids? You know, I, he had a, some kind of a, a weird brain tumor yeah. or something. I can't remember I met, what it was. I met him once at a charity event. A uh, very nice guy. Yeah. He just said, hey, folks, how you doing? And, I mean, he's just a, a mountain of a man. Yeah, big, big friendly giant, but yeah. not on the football field. He yeah, didn't want to run no, into him. No, yeah. I wonder if, uh, how many guys were scared to play against him I don't. I don't think athletes can, can function that way, especially yeah. in football. You just can't, even if your opponent is much bigger well, than you. Well, I mean, you're not going <laughs> to – I mean, yeah, you get hurt, but it's not like boxing where you can get knocked out yeah. per se. I yeah. mean, you know, you guys will throw you around a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And yeah, that's what you have pads for. Sure. Okay. Uh, third trivia question. Who was the first American League player to win 16 Gold Gloves Glove Awards? Wow. That's, that's a, a good lot. question. That's a lot of gloves. Yeah. So he had to play at least 15 seasons. Okay. <laughs> okay. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We're going to come right back with some closing comments. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. 
you only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Here was our last trivia question. Who was the first American League player to win 16 gold gloves? I'm not even sure if anyone's won it since. Yeah, I'm thinking it's one of the Baltimore Orioles, either Cal Ripken Jr. or Brooks Robinson, and I'll say Brooks Robinson. Yes, that is yeah. correct. Brooks Robinson put on a clinic in the 1970 World Series yep. against the Reds. He just, The human vacuum cleaner. Yeah, he made three or four plays that were just amazing. You know... I got to say, though, you only got two out of three right. What was the one I missed? Oh, <laughs> the that, that, that's the one that you screwed up the question, though. I would have gotten that's that. A, that. That's no excuse. Yeah, yeah, I would have gotten that if you, if you got the question right. I mean, you, uh, you uh, said that uh, who, who was an MVP for a team that lost, and it wasn't Benito Santiago because his team won. It was Jeffrey Leonard. Oh, come on. That's just a matter of semantics. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll let it slide this time, Edward. We'll let it slide. Because you're such a good guy. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I got to stump you. And the only way I can yeah. stump you is to fake the question. Confuse like me. Like fake news, right? Yeah, yeah fake, the fake news, fake news. <laughs> what did that, who started that? Uh, was it Trump that started that? Or was it just somebody, Trump picked it up? The fake news um, expression. Well, I know he said, he's like I think known he po- for saying it now. but He popularized it, though, yeah. right? What is, well, no, fake news to me means like news that you get off Facebook, right? That's basically fake news. No, fake meaning anything that's well, false. Well, there's a lot right? of there's a lot of if you go to the web, there's a lot of these websites <laughs> that are just bogus and that'll throw oh, stuff yeah. out and then, and then they like people to to post it on their Facebook page. Like and, what and, Melky Cabrera did. Yeah, there's really? a lot there's a lot of people that that, uh, that get their news off of Facebook, believe it or not. Oh it's uh, sad. That's sad. Okay. Yeah. Here's our thoughts for the day. Rich Donnelly, previously of the Boston Red Sox, once when describing the worst team he had ever managed. He says, I managed a team that was so bad, we considered a 2-0 count a rally. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And John McKay, 1976 Tampa Bay Buccaneers, first year in the league as expansion team, 0-14 record. He was asked what he thought of his team's execution, and he says, I'm in favor of it. Yeah, I remember that. That's a classic. <laughs> John great. McKay, great USC coach, by the way. <laughs> well, I won three or four national titles, but when he went to Tampa, what a come down. I wonder if he would have thought, gee, my college team could have beaten this team. Oh, he probably, they probably did. could. Well, yeah, yeah, who's to say? Okay, tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions, which hopefully we'll get the right questions this time. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long. Yeah.